pick a window. about to listen to I Told You So, the world's greatest relationship podcast. Hosted by Tiffany and Jeff, two people in the healthiest relationship of all time. Join our power couple as we explore the ups and downs of love, offering you the tools you need to navigate the relationship scene with charm, humor, and grace. Welcome to I Told You So, where love is our business and laughter is our secret weapon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I think that's how we start the show now. Yep, every time. Yeah. Even if we record at night. <laughs> that's what we're going with. Yeah, we're going with good morning. <clears throat> Hi, how are you? How was your week? My week? You had a rough week. It was such a rough week. Yeah. I hate saying that, but it was. It was a really rough week at work. Work was stressful. Yeah. I love my job, but it stresses me out. <laughs> no, I get that. So, yeah, it's been a rough couple days, but you've been awesome. You've Who? Been, you. What? Yeah. <laughs> I had a little meltdown yesterday. You did. <laughs> yeah. You did. I apologize for that. You don't <sighs> need no. You don't ever need to apologize for just having life kick you into nuts. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. that's pretty much what it felt like the last couple of days for you. It did. I had a bad day yesterday. <clears throat> you did. Yeah. Um identity theft. Right, First you, have thing a, in the morning. you have like a list. Yeah. You got a call from the fraud department at my bank saying, hey, did you just spend $540 on on uh, Facebook ads? I was oh like, my fuck no, I didn't. I wouldn't give Zuckerberg that much money. Um, I heard you say that. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, a few other charges and somewhere, somewhere somebody got my card. So oh. card got canceled. What a pain. And then I get the, I get the, well, uh, we can mail you out a card mm-hmm. at seven to 10 days. And I'm like, fuck, uh, what am I going to do? No. And then they're like, or you just run down to the bank and pick one up. And I was like, um, perfect. Okay. That's easy. So I did. And everybody there was really nice. And the girl that helped me looked like a young sissy spacek. Um, did they call you handsome? No, she wasn't there. Oh, darn no, it. No, from what I understand, if I've got the if I've got them nailed down to who's who, uh-huh. uh the the girl that is nice to me uh-huh. is uh uh she was out sick. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. Would have been nice. Somebody called me handsome yesterday. <laughs> I could have used it. So what else was it? Um oh, my dogs went to jail. Oh, or my yeah, dog went they to jail. Did. They escaped. Uh, my dog and and Kyla's dog escaped their yard and went on a walkabout and got arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyla was incredibly funny about asking for help. She was uh, cute. She free my boys. <laughs> you know, the problem is is that Ozzy's a repeat offender because um, he he escaped from he and Charlie. Oh, they did. They got somebody left the gate open and they got out and went on a romp out in West Jordan a few years ago. Mm. Um, so. You know, that was that was a little that was a little thing. Um my youngest is kind of having a hard go right now and we mm. we had a, a very heavy conversation which we haven't had in quite a while mm. and that was tearful and 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 emotional and actually ended up being quite nice. Good. You know. Yeah. So leave them laughing. Of course. That's what you do. Anybody that's having Got a bad it. day if you can get them to chuckle, that's a help. I've found I like it when people make me laugh when I'm sad. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe other people don't like it. I haven't thought about that. 
Because no, sometimes, think... sometimes in your own movie, it's singular. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But I like, I like to laugh. Yeah. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> that's why you hooked up with me. I know. Because I'm so funny. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was just yesterday. That was just my just day off. Just yesterday. Oh, and I got paid late. You got paid late. Yeah. You so were we, supposed to be somewhere and you couldn't make it. I couldn't. I was supposed to go to a funeral. I couldn't make it to the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, because I didn't have gas and I didn't have a way to buy gas. Yeah. So, I mean, yesterday was just one big shit day. You know? Ended pretty good. You know? I was pretty happy when I went to sleep. But otherwise, you know. And that's just a day. That's just a <laughs> Just day. one day, I know. Yeah. Uh, so, our lives. Yeah, my bad luck streak continues. It seems to be uh, <laughs> spilling over onto everyone I, I love and care about. <laughs> no, it's not a bad streak. It's just a hiccup. No, it's going to be fine. It is a long fucking hiccup is what I it know. is. Let's be honest. This, I Look, I, I often say if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. And honestly, I, the, lo- the longer my life goes, the more I believe it. And don't give me any of that shit about calling out to the universe for what I fucking want. <laughs> that secret shit is just multi-level marketing horse shit. Yeah. 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 I was looking for a non-swear there for reasons <laughs> I cannot <laughs> I fathom. don't know why. Nope. Not from me. <clears throat> Throw it out to the universe. The universe is out to get me, folks. It really is. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. Um, I am considering, for those that are listening, uh, throwing out a, a, a Kickstarter here pretty quick. Um, I have located uh, some office space that would make a really good studio. Nice. To, to kind of push us into the next phase uh, that we are several years overdue for because of uh, previously mentioned bad luck. Uh, but I think I got this one figured out. I love it. Yeah. So I got an idea for it. I got a build out for it. I've got the most inexpensive way, inexpensive way possible to get this to go to where we can start doing the next bit of growth, which mm-hmm. is obviously internet video. Yeah. You know, um, and uh space outside of the because everybody knows i think by this point if you've been listening long enough that we have had several emergencies with children yes. and lost our office yes and now there's kids living in it yep um and so we had to move our office into the bedroom and you can't you can't bring clients no it's awful into a room with a with a king-size bed no nope it's, well it's terrible. not these kind of clients not yeah. advertising clients we need a change in a bad way. Yeah. We need something to something to just kind of kick us off in the right direction. So I'm thinking about kickstarting uh, that uh, to get us in the building. Well, that's exciting. <sighs> it could be. Yeah. It could be. It could also be devastating <laughs> if I don't okay. raise it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the bigger worry. So we'll, we'll I'm, I'm still piecing that together. That'll be coming. I'll be begging for money here any minute. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, you know, just, uh, start saving, <laughs> start saving start for saving. us. But, um, other than here's my rough day and here's your rough day. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we have a quiz. Yeah. I thought we could do a quiz. Gonna, that's going to put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, because you already took it. So yeah, I, I took this quiz. I have my results saved right here yep so i thought we could take this quiz and you could enter your results and we'll see what you get yeah and yeah there's a sex quiz over here 
I know I didn't do the sex and quiz. Then, am I dominant or submissive personality <laughs> I quiz? Figured we knew the answer to both of those yeah, anyway. That's a good point. So, uh, question number one: If you as a couple need to move to another house, what are the key factors for you? <clears throat> it has to be right for me, right neighborhood, right part of town. Blah blah blah. That's yours. Uh, it must be close to our jobs, but spacious enough with a Starbucks nearby. That could also be yours. <laughs> it must fit our needs, be a fair distance from each other uh, and our jobs and in an area we both like. My answer's not here. What's your answer? Hire movers. Uh, I know. What are my We're key factors? Definitely doing Hire that. mover. Anything else <laughs> I don't give a shit about. I like to drive. I'll go wherever I need to. Um, but yeah. I, uh, put, I put the last one. I'm going to go with the last one just because I don't, the answer I want's not there. Yeah. And that's the closest. We ha- you kind of have to do this on this quiz. Yeah. Uh, you've won $500. What will you do with it? This is funny because our answers, I already know our answer is not there. Um, it says we need to spend it. I need clothes. We need to save, invest it for the future. We need to save some uh, while some goes into planning the next holiday. And uh, what they've left off here is... Pay bills. Yep, exactly. It yeah. would go straight to bills. We w- yeah. So I'm going to go we ahead and with, that. we need to save, invest it for the future because if you pay your power bill, they don't turn your power <laughs> off. Did you know that? Nice how that happens. works I out. know. It's weird. And it's a lesson I apparently need to keep learning over and over and over <laughs> again. It's 8 p.m. and there's a show on TV you've been wanting to see and your partner also wants to watch the show at the same time another channel. What happens? Well, fuck. I don't <laughs> like this at all. We watch my show, end of story, after all my partner loves me, right? Uh, I'll let my partner watch the show as my love is bigger than any. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, we watch their show, but next time I get to watch what I want. This isn't my fault. Okay. What is your answer? Answer is we watch my show. Okay. And that's because you defer. I know. And I go, okay. I know. And I, I don't defer very often. I put I put the last one, which yeah. was... I, what, what's the last one? The last one's we watch their show, but the next time I get to watch what I want. Yeah. If Usually what you get to watch what you want is when I'm not home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I just, you know, I like quality entertainment. Oh, my so- God. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. And spaceships. What's the next question? The next question. <laughs> You're making dinner. You know your partner loves onions on everything, but you hate them. What do you do? Um... <laughs> honestly I, I unless i'm allergic to it i just make it with the stuff really yeah. i do the same thing yeah it's it's weird because it's like i can't eat peppers i can't eat bell peppers right and i keep and i have told you i don't uh, many times because i know you like them yeah cook with them i'll make a sandwich yeah and and this reminds me of other arguments i've had in my life where people don't believe how much i love sandwiches I know and you love I am sandwiches. always happy with a sandwich. So yeah. if you make a fancy pants dinner with stuff I can't eat, that's great. I want you to eat food that makes your mouth happy. Yeah. I can have a sandwich because you know what? Sandwiches make my mouth happy. Yeah. They always do. That's good because I, Tana wants green bell, uh, stuffed bell peppers. It was, there was a, I'm going to do, I make the dinner with onions. I can pick them up. Uh, that's my answer. Okay. Yeah. That was mine too. Yeah. Um, once upon a time, someone who shall remain nameless uh, was making stuffed peppers mm-hmm. and cored an onion for me and put the stuffing in an onion instead. Mm-hmm. It was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a thought. Okay. Because I do, I do like 
cooked onions. I don't much care for raw onions. No. As I think I told you, they make me burp. Yes. And I burp and burp this. and burp. And that's why you don't feed me Mexican food before <laughs> a night of intimacy. <laughs> ever. Because I won't do it. Uh, your partner is invited to a work a gathering. The activity is not something you'd enjoy, but they invite you. <sighs> <laughs> These are making me laugh. No, thanks. My partner can go as they will enjoy it. I will find something else to do. That's me. Um, obviously, neither of us will be going. That's fucked up. Uh, and I will go because I want. I don't want my partner to go without me. Uh, this one's tricky because it's like yeah. I don't have a problem with you doing shit without me. Yeah. I don't. Right. I and, don't either. And sometimes I got to do work, you know, and sometimes I'm just a little too task oriented and I'm like, I can't go do a thing, you know, and sometimes it's political and I don't fucking want to go anymore. And sometimes you just don't want to go. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time you just don't want to go. I'm pretty stubborn about that. Yeah, and you are. But I'm not you enjoying have a right quiz. to be. I don't know. I don't like this quiz. This quiz is making me sound like an <laughs> asshole. Uh, we're at a party and someone is blatantly flirting with my partner. Uh, I'll make my presence known, but I won't really mind and will enjoy the party. I make my presence known and insist that we leave immediately. I make my presence known and don't leave my partner's side for the remainder of the party. Um... I went with the first one. I'm going to go with the first one, too. But it's basically just like, I check in with you. It's like, yeah. is this dude bothering you? Yeah. No? Okay. Is this lady bothering you? No? Okay. Yeah. You know? Okay. Is this lady bothering you? Yes. Oh, all right. I will stand here for the rest of the night. Yeah. I will kiss on your neck. You know? <laughs> I will I will, I will. will rub your shoulder in a, in a way that suggests the familiarity we share. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it's really going to, on that one for me, it's going to come down to who or how you feel. People are very flirty with you, and it doesn't bother me. See, and I don't notice. That's probably one of the reasons yeah. it doesn't bother you. I don't ever know. Except for yeah. the girl at the bank. <laughs> she yeah. calls me handsome. <laughs> handsome. She's nice. You love it. I do. I do. It feels good. Yeah. Like, I like my credit union. But when I go through the drive-thru and she answers and says nice things to me, I love my credit union. You know, she's a benefit. And if I can ever figure out her name, I'm going to write one of those little postcards about it. Oh, good. You know, she's amazing. Make her a manager. Uh, My partner's meeting an old friend of mine for the first time. My old friend is very attractive. Oh, no. I feel... One, concerned. Maybe my partner will find them more attractive than me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, A bit tensed, but deep down, I know I can trust my partner. Uh, C, not worried. My partner and I trust each other no matter what my friend looks like. What we have is unshakable. Well, it's that one. Yeah. Yeah. How weird a question is that? Besides, I'm the better looking of all my friends. (laughs) I will give you that one. (laughs) Suck it, guys. Sorry. Um, you're meeting people for dinner and my partner is running late. It's okay. I'm sometimes late for things too. Um, I continue to rush my partner along. Being late is unacceptable. Um, I know my partner is always late. I handle it all the time. That's the first one. You're a, yeah, shit happens. Shit happens. That was in the talk with my youngest yesterday. Uh I was told that, uh, that being some of my life advice that that was probably the most meaningful lesson I ever taught them was sometimes shit happens and you can't do fuck all about it. Nope. You know, 
The the good corresponding sci-fi reference on that is sometimes you can do everything right and still lose. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. And he says, do you do everything right? And I said, I absolutely do not. <laughs> I am a fuck up on feet. You know? I make what always feels like the right decision and sometimes it's the wrong decision. Yeah. Or at least sometimes doing the right thing has consequences. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sure do eat a lot of consequences. <laughs> All right, uh, we are in an argument. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I am proven right. My partner is proven wrong. Like normal. Like normal. What happens? Of course I was right. I always am. That's the first answer. Uh, I may have been right, but as long as the argument is over, it doesn't matter. I was right, but my partner doesn't need to know that. I just don't like to argue. Well, I love to argue. <laughs> I Do you? Yep. Do you like to argue with me? Nope. No. Nope. Another part of the conversation that I had was that you and I have an unspoken rule that there's no yelling. Yeah. You know, well, it's not unspoken. You've told me that once, but we don't yell around here. No. We don't. It's inhospitable. It makes it makes a, a home a house, you know, because yeah. I was texting you about something mm -hmm. and I was like, why don't you just yell? I'm like, we just don't yell around here. No. We don't. It's not good. You know, I, love, I like that. It's why when I come home from work and the dogs are being assholes and I yell at them, it it disturbs everybody, you know, even though it's just shut the fuck up. Nobody likes it. No. So I've tried to stop doing it. Thank you. But sometimes they're super annoying. I know they really are annoying, <sighs> but it makes a big difference in your house, I think. And in the way you communicate with each other, if if it's a yell. Rather yeah. Then just talking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but when we're talking about something serious, I often, my timber, my timber goes louder. Mm -hmm. You know, my voice is louder. I'm not yelling, but I, it's, it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's just something to do with me that when I get my dander up, I'm like, oh, I, know. Oh, I will and speak I, loudly and clearly. And I love it. To a point. Other people don't, other people find it terrifying. <laughs> I don't get that and at have, all. I've never, I never have either. I'm a goddamn cuddle on feet. I know. I've never been scared of you, but I'm telling you. Anyway, I'm picking. I may have been right, but as long as the argument is over, it doesn't matter. That, by the way, is specific to you. Because right. everybody else, I'll just keep fighting. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit, you know. But I don't like fighting with you. It doesn't make me happy. No. Um... In a social situation, my partner says something that completely embarrasses me. I know my partner didn't mean anything by it, but I feel humiliated anyway. Humiliated? That's I didn't write strong this. Strong feelings. Um, number one, my partner needs to think before speaking. Uh, number two, my partner says they didn't mean anything by it, but I'm very upset. Uh, three, my partner didn't mean to embarrass me, so I just laugh it off and move on. I'm going to have to choose three. Um, just because. What do you do? You, would you, wouldn't you say something to me after the fact? No, probably not. You have before. Only a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only happened a couple of times. You're not embarrassing. Okay. You're not. Well, that's good. Yeah. You got a couple of stories that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Especially with new people. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, no, nah, I'm fine. No. I think I think what it was is it was a it was a story that you like to tell that is one of the funniest fucking stories in the world. And I am not going to record this story. Okay. Um, and, and, but it's very personal. 
mm-hmm. if you will. Yes. And and sometimes people are uncomfortable about it. And I, I think the only time I said it was, is I'm like, you know, you really probably shouldn't tell that story at work. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the only time I've ever been like, that's that's a story for partying. That's a story when you're drinking. You know? I don't know what story you're talking about. Okay, I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, how kind uh, are you as a person on a scale of one to 10? 10 being the most kind and one being the least. Uh, four to seven, one to three, seven to 10. I am a four to seven. I disagree with that. What would you say? I would say you're the seven to seven to ten. Really? Yeah. Come on. You're very kind. Okay, I'll take it. I don't think I am. I try to be. Uh, how do you respond to confrontations in a relationship? I tend to get defensive. Uh, if I mess up, doesn't mean my partner doesn't. I highlight their faults. Uh, I act patiently. Well, I tend to get defensive. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, act patiently. Fuck off, poll. Stupid question. Uh, your partner spends a lot of time away from you. How do you react? Um, uh, it doesn't work for me. I make the rules. Number two, Jeesh. I go wherever my partner goes. Jeesh. Three, I have a serious discussion with them. This is a difficult this one. This one's a dumb question, dumb yeah. answer pack, because it's basically like I tend them a text saying I miss you. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. You don't get pissy. I don't make the rules. I'm not your fucking boss. Right. You know, because and, and that I believe is something I have actually literally said out loud is I'm not your fucking boss. I know. Go where you want. Hang out with who you want to hang out. With. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pick I go where my partner goes. What do you think? Sure. OK, because none of those are accurate. No. Uh, when your partner leaves their social media open, what do you do? <sighs> I check their DMs and updates instantly. I do nothing. Uh, I post pictures of us from their profile. Well, I do nothing. That's not my phone. I don't fucking touch it. You never read anybody else's phone, not without permission. Right. And I don't need permission because there's nothing going on on your phone that I worry about. You know? Mm-hmm. Perhaps the amount of pornography you consume. <laughs> <laughs> it's not more than you. It's. <clears throat> <laughs> well. <laughs> That's fair. I know. All right. Uh, Your partner forgets a special day, say your birthday or Valentine's Day. What's your reaction? Stop talking to them. Wonder what made them forget the day. Tell them to make it up soon. I can only flip this because I had that really, really terrible, bad, bad week. Yes. And thought it was a week earlier than it was and fucking fucked your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel bad about that. That yeah. pops up in my head every once in a while. Just like, have you ever seen that meme with the brain saying, hey, you're trying to go to sleep? And the person in bed says, yeah, I'm trying to go to sleep. And then the brain says something fucked up. And yes. It's all that. That's me. It's my brain's like, how you doing? And it's like, I'm good, man. I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep now. Okay. Hey, remember that time you forgot <laughs> Tiffany's birthday? He's like, thanks, brain. You're an asshole. You've made up for that. I did, but it took a year before <laughs> you quit great. busting my balls about it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's all. I do my best. I do my best. Uh, so it is. Stop talking to them. Wonder what made them forget the day. Tell them to make it up soon. I just, I'll go with, I wonder what made them forget the day. Yeah. 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 Okay, here we go. View my results. Okay. Supportive, giver, secure. Oh my God, I think I got the same thing. Your results show that you are yep. most likely supportive partner. 
You put your partner's feelings on your priority list. You are secure with who you are and are willing and eager to help your partner grow as well. That's a great sign. And it proves that you would make an ideal partner in a loving relationship. Discover how you can make your partner feel as secure as you in a relationship by reading this article. No. Yeah, I got the same one. Okay. Well, I'm sure everybody's painted and surprised. <laughs> don't you think? I don't know. There, could, there was some tricky ones in there. Well, yeah, only because they had bullshit answers. I know. You know, but I'll take it. I don't know why we're looking at a picture of a melted Robbie Benson. Yeah. That's a joke picture, for the Gen X guys out there. You know, this guy is not secure at all. No. No, I don't know. He's got good hair. No, I. Not a good haircut, but good hair. No. Yeah, he does. He looks like a melted Robbie Benson. I don't know who Robbie Benson is. Robbie Benson was an actor in the late 70s, early 80s mm-hmm. who was wildly talented but played a special needs character one time mm-hmm. and that was it oh wow it was uh, you've ever seen tropic thunder yeah um when uh when robert downey jr tells ben stiller that he went full yes arsler yes yeah that's what destroyed robbie benson's career oh wow yeah but he did a lot of voiceover works. He was the he was the voice of the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast cartoon. Hmm. Uh, he's a good singer. He's a wonderful actor. Hmm. He's very good. You know, the fact that he wasn't the boy in the bubble and John Travolta was still always blows my mind. Hmm. Actually, was he? Now I don't remember. Now my old brain is failing me. Boy, boy in, boy in the, the bubble. Boy in the bubble. Is this a movie? Yeah. Boy in the Bubble, I, I, oh, for fuck's sake, IMDB. I haven't heard of this movie. It's uh, because it came out before you were born. Um, But it's basically about 1976. Uh, Yep, John Travolta, the boy in the plastic bubble. He basically had an immune, an autoimmune. (laughs) Oh, uh, no. A problem, uh-huh. and so he had to be in in a uh, 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 sanitary enclosure oh. to keep germs off him because he didn't have an immune system to fight it back. It was pre-AIDS, I mean, like before AIDS was even invented by mm-hmm. the monkey and the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was sad. Wow, it, it was, sounds like it would be sad. Yeah, it was sad. Um, it did not end well. Oh, it didn't? Did no. Did John Travolta do a good job in it? Yeah. This is back when he was trying. Oh. Is it Robbie Benson? Unlike in his Capital One commercials, Dancing Santa. Well, yeah, but he's still doing the same moves as he did in Saturday Night Live, <laughs> man. The guy's still got it. He's just got a little extra around <laughs> the middle. This is Robbie Benson. Oh, okay. He's a handsome older gentleman. Sure. Uh, let's see. Beauty and the Beast. He was on Friends. I mean, he's old enough to have done the Ed Sullivan show. Wow. Yeah. So, and he's still working. Hmm. You just don't see him in... Because uh, of that movie. Uh, it was like that. It's, I don't know. This is, the, I, it, I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. And that is never, <laughs> never good long term. You That's know? That's fair. Yeah. But let's see. Here we go. Yeah, he was, I mean, he's done a lot of work. 
cool. But he's been working since 1967. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie Benson. Well, Robbie guy, Benson. I took this in a boring direction. Yeah. That only Gen X pokes will just be like, Jeff, why are you talking about Robbie Benson so much? Um, do you have letters? I do. Let's take a little break and we get back on the other side. We can uh, give some advice to people who don't give a shit. Perfect. I'm Chris Jackamick. I served in the United States Air Force and I've deployed three times. So in 2017, I was serving as an Air Force First Sergeant. Our motto in that role is my job is people, everyone is my business. But unfortunately in that year, I would lose my own brother, Lance Corporal Adam Jackamick, to suicide. The majority of veteran suicides are from guns. I store my weapons securely, not only for myself, but for my family. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. My service never stops. Brought to you by End Family Fire and the Ad Council. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Valentine's Day is coming up. It is. Yeah. My least favorite holiday. Yeah. You know, I would prefer to make some small gesture every day of the year than something big and expensive and temporary on a given day sponsored by a goddamn greeting card company. I agree with that, but I like Valentine's Day. I actually enjoy it, but no pressure. Like, there's no pressure with it. You know what That's I like? That's the thing. I don't like that. I like the day after Valentine's Day. Everything's on sale. When all the candy's on sale. Yeah. I like flowers. I plan on giving my kids flowers, Tanum and Brindley. Yeah. I read somewhere that, um, and it just stuck with me, I read somewhere that men often, the first time they've ever received flowers is at their funeral. And that made me so sad. It's, you know, it's almost as sad as the one day you pick up your kid for the last time. The last time. Yeah. yeah. That one always hurts. Yeah. That does. Oh. But no, I mean... You and I talked about it a little bit. <clears throat> I don't. I don't care for flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something that I said. I think the only time anybody's ever bought me flowers was when my mom died, and and Jake, Jake sent me a bouquet, and I believe that I responded to it by saying, "Jake sent me flowers." I think that means we're dating. <laughs> That's you know? sweet. That's very thoughtful. It was very thoughtful. Not only that, um, and this is just Jake. Just throwing this out for reasons I have no idea, just because he came up. But he ended up paying for the motel room we had while we were down there for the funeral. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he booked it and everything. That's nice. Oh, I see what you thought You thought <laughs> I was going. <laughs> he booked your motel room and paid for it. Yes, he did. He flowers, and I'm like, that's a date, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was down in St. George. There's nowhere to stay. Um, and it was super expensive. Mm. And he's like, I got you. And then sent flowers, which was just delightful. Such a good friend. He really is. He's a great guy. I was just over at his house not too long ago. Mm-hmm. We were running through my resume, and then he let me use his garage to fix my car. Yeah. And now that I've fixed the back brakes on the car, I realize that I need to fix the front brakes oh, on the shit. car. They're just starting to get a little squeaky. You know? Yeah. So I don't have to do it today. But soon. Yeah, but soon. I just, it's fun to know how to do shit. 
Until you have to do it. And then you have to do it. And the last time I did my brakes was quite a while ago. Uh, and it was on that tiny little fucking backpack car. The Aveo. The Aveo. Um, and took about 10 minutes. You know, because the one thing I like about that Aveo is it had clearly marked jack spots. You know, the thing with the fucking Mazda is, is the undercarriage is covered in so many different plastic panels that look like metal because oh, they're dirty. Oh, you don't know where to put it. I can't. And I pulled out the owner's manual and it's like, it's here. And I look and it's not there. Honest to God, I didn't even know you used jacks for the Aveo. I just thought you lifted it up. Nah, you're cute. That's funny. Could have. You could have. I could have tipped it over. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I couldn't hold it up and do a brake job okay. at the same time. I mean, I am only mildly <laughs> superhuman. All right, so with that in mind, um, let's uh, let's take a view at at least our first letter through a Valentine's Day lens. Uh, this is from a gentleman seeking advice, saying, uh, for Valentine's Day, I want to give my wife a slow striptease dance. Oh, I'm 42, boy. and we've been married for 16 years, and I still struggle uh, to really show a lot of confidence with it, but I'll practice. And I know I can nail it, um, but uh, would most women find it silly and laugh or sexy to have your husband do it? My initial plans are to dance to the song Hi by Steven Sanchez. I need to know this song. I do too. I'll look that up while I'm reading the rest of this. Um, by Steven Sanchez, which is fairly short. Good plan and buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which is fairly short and I think sexy. Um um, and then uh, I wear my work uniform and slowly strip down to the song while she sits in a chair in the bedroom. Uh, but how how would this most likely come across? Sexy or hard to take seriously? <laughs> Any advice is greatly appreciated. Sir, <clears throat> it's silly. It is. Silly. And it is meaningful. And endearing. It is endearing as hell. Um, hang on, here we go. Let's see, I'll just turn this up a little bit. Here comes, he's unbuttoning his shirt now. Here comes the belt. No, the thing is, it, yeah. okay. This is not a bad song. No, it's I like it. But stripping for guys is different than a woman stripping. If you go to a strip club, like I'm thinking Thunder Down Under, you're going to hear women rolling with laughter and cheering and applauding and laughing. You don't get that at a regular strip club with women. No, not with a not with a heteronormative strip club. No. Every once in a while, you might get a clap. If you're doing some serious pole work, uh-huh. you might get a clap. No laughing. No laughing. No one's happy there. Unless... Jake Jake used to drag us down to, to the million dollar. Where's that? It, it was on State Street. Oh. Do you know where the big Asian market is now? Yeah. You know, with oh, the big yeah. and everything? Yeah. It may still be there for all I know. I don't okay, know. Okay. I've been to one there. But like, we worked graveyards a lot. And then we lived in the apartment building above the bar. Okay. Right? Yeah. And Jake would get off work and get a little tipsy. And then run around in the apartment building grabbing people and like, we're going out. <laughs> and would drag us down to the million at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. You know. Who's working at 11 o'clock in the morning? 
Not the top shelf. No. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a breakfast buffet while you were there? You know what? Every once in a while they did have buffets, and that's what I was there for. We got to the point where it's like, is there a buffet? No, I'm staying Uh. home. You know, but I mean, it it was a fucking pilgrimage, And and it happened at least once or twice a month. It was that and fucking Wendover. Yeah, I love Wendover. Kick my door open. Here's what it was: is we had we were living. It was a big U-shaped, you know, um, apartment building, mm-hmm. and I had a south-facing apartment in the middle of the brick U, mm-hmm. which meant that during the summer, it was hot as balls in there. Yeah. Now the apartment building was cooled by four giant swamp coolers, oh. evaporative coolers, right? That made it very cold out in the hallway. And so what I did is I had this gigantic antique fan that mm-hmm. looks like a movie prop from the 40s <laughs> that my dad had had at his office. And when he moved out of the office, he didn't have it and he was going to toss it. And I was like, mine, yoink. Yeah. Uh, it did. It really it looked like an Art Deco uh, jet engine. And I put that in the hallway pointing into the apartment, would chain the door, you know, so the door was open about six inches and the, it would blow the cool air in all day. Mm-hmm. And all night, and I would sleep like that because everybody that lived in that apartment, nine out of ten of them, all we all worked together at the two bars underneath. <laughs> so we all knew each other, yeah. and I didn't have trust issues or anything. And then Jake was really good at pulling my door almost shut, flicking the chain so it would pop off the door, uh-huh. kicking the door open and screaming, we're going to the million, or we're going to Wendover. <laughs> um I would go to the million more than I would go to Wendover mm-hmm. because I, I very rarely wanted to lose money gambling. Right. I hate the drive out there. Yeah. I've only driven out there once where I liked it. That was with you. <laughs> um, and that's just because we were chatting the whole time. So, um, no, okay. Let's get another letter. Do it. Do it, dude. Yeah, do it. You do it. But and just know she's going to laugh, and that's part of the charm. And it's and it should be, you know, unless she points and laughs yeah. at your fella. Don't take it personal. Just don't. Just don't. You're doing something a little weird and a little different, and it's, it's pretty good. All right. Uh, this one. I went out with friends without informing my husband. Now he's ghosting me. Was it that bad? I could really use some perspective on a recent situation with my husband. While he was away on a business trip, I went to a club with friends without informing him. Additionally, I left our child with our parents for the night. Since then, he's been ghosting me for a week. I'm feeling the strain on our relationship. I genuinely don't think it would be a big deal. And I'm questioning if I underestimated the impact. Was my decision that bad? I'd love to hear your thoughts and advice on how to approach the situation and potentially mend things. Um, no, you're fine. Your husband's just a pee-pee pants crybaby. Yeah, I mean, I think it is odd that she wouldn't say, like, they have a young child, and if the young child is going away and spending the night at a grandparent's house, and then you don't even, like, ex- like tell your partner that, huh. that's odd to me. Okay. Um, but the overreacting and the ghosting, that's abuse. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is absolutely abuse. Um, yeah, like, if I went out of town... And you went out with friends, and you didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. I really could give a shit. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah. Did you do anything stupid? Probably. <laughs> you know. But I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Is it's like, um, I mean, and 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 I I've, I I basically have a rule in in my relationships and had for the last you know thirty years or so, 
And that's basically like if you if you start banging other people, let me know and we can dissolve the relationship and move on amicably. Yeah. If you start banging people and you don't tell me, then I'm probably going to have a reaction to that that's not quite happy. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's really it. I You can go where you want. You can hang out with who you want to. You can do pretty much anything you want to do. You know? And I'm, I'm not going to get bent. I'm not going to say no. Because as we've talked about, I'm not your boss. Yeah. I don't get to tell you where to go and what to do. I can ask you things. I can, I can make suggestions. But ultimately, and I know I'm wired a little different than a lot of yeah. guys. A lot of people, a lot of guys say this, but they don't really mean it. I've taken trips that you, you've been very good about letting me take trips and you never guilt me. You never like make me stress about money or make me feel bad that no. you're not going or that you should be going. I've had that in my relationships in the past. It's been an issue. In fact, my first marriage, I had the opportunity to go with my grandma and my aunts um, on a trip back east. Yeah. And my ex was, we weren't even married yet, but he wanted to come. And my grandma's like, no, this is just a trip for like the women in our family. And he was so livid. He, he didn't want me to go. And I didn't. I ended up oh, staying home and I could have gone on that trip with my grandma. Ugh. Yeah. That's annoying. No, never. I mean, you've you've taken the kids to really fancy places I want to go to. Mm-hmm. Not not at any point was I like, never. I should be there. Nope. No, it's more like, oh, I wish I was there. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun. Please go over to this particular park and get me something. Oh, you're out of time? <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. It's, it's, I'm not a priority here. That's okay. Um, what, 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 was it? what park was it I wanted you to go to? I We went to the Marvel. Yeah. You guys, what you guys did was you got out there and you bogged down in Harry Potter land. Yeah. Yeah. And then f- figured out later that, that it then was Then there was like a marvel. We had no idea. But we, you did. You went to Jurassic Park and you got me a really cool ass mug. Yeah. You know, that is so fucking cool. I don't want to drink out of it. You know? And you went to something and got me a little Pirates of the Caribbean pens mm-hmm. uh, that were really cool. They were very scully. <laughs> you know? No, I don't. I... This guy, this guy, leave him. Yeah. Take your young child and leave and then let him know why. If you're going to be, you know, a prepubescent dickhead, if you're going to be this juvenile, you know, if you're upset, tell me you're upset. If I fuck up, tell me I fucked up. Have a chat about it. You don't fucking ghost your fucking wife, especially when you got a young child. No. And by God, she took him to your parents. Yes, you got a night out. No, her parents. It's not like she got dumped him off. with a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, on the other hand, you know, if you're going out, just tell him you're going out. Tell, it's not that big a deal. Someone. What are you doing tonight? Going out. Going out. Me and the girls, we're going to go out dancing. We're going to go out doing something. You know, we're going to go out for oat milk lattes or whatever <laughs> it is women do. And, and oat milk i love oat milk i know you do only in my coffee that's fair yeah because we tried i can't drink oat milk no straight. no it's disgusting it is it's like it's like drinking sludge it's thick Ugh. Um, like buttermilk people drink buttermilk people are wrong <sighs> let's be honest people chew are it. just you gotta rah. chew it down oh it grossed me out oh buttermilk like i love 
buttermilk pancakes. Mm-hmm. I love uh, buttermilk as um, as a marinade. Spiced, so you spice up some buttermilk and yeah. soak some chicken in it for a few hours, and oh, it's just fucking perfect. Still weirds me out. Yeah. Well, you know me. If mayonnaise sits on the counter for more than five minutes, I'm like, throw it away. Yeah. This is, mayonnaise is a silent Gross. killer. <laughs> I've never heard you say that. It's no, that one just came out. Okay. <laughs> but I do. I just oh, mayonnaise scares the shit out of me. I've done I have done too many goddamn food handlers courses to not be frightened of mayonnaise yeah. all the time. And yet, as you know, my favorite food is sandwiches. Mayonnaise is sort of a staple. It is. So it's uh but that is a that is it's if I could figure out a way to put a shelf in the fridge and keep the mayo in there while I put it on my bread for my sandwich, <laughs> I would do it. Mayonnaise freaks me out. And sour cream. I love sour cream. Oh, I love it too, but you leave it on the counter for too long and I have trust issues. I do. Whereas with you, when we put things into the fridge, that's when you start having trust issues. This smells bad. <laughs> I know. This is this has gone bad. I don't like things that smell funny. But I will drink my milk and it will be a day old. You're weird. I know. You are weird. It's not right. Uh, we got two more letters. Let's do this one. Uh, my wife is overly critical about everything. Uh We've been together for almost 20 years, married for uh, just about 12. My wife criticizes pretty much everything I do. I do the chores and she'll tell me that they're wrong. Uh, she gets annoyed and critical if I do something the wrong way. Um, it's gotten to the point that everything she does annoys me and I often feel frustrated anytime I bring up that I don't like how she's critical uh, or I bring up anything I don't like. Uh, she accuses me of being too sensitive and needy, etc. Um, I feel beaten down and I don't know uh, what to do, really. Uh, leave. Yeah. You're in an abusive relationship, sport. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's not a lot of details. I don't know if you have kids. But um, something that I've noticed uh, from my own life was that I, I think I did more damage staying Mm-hmm. than I would have by leaving years earlier than I did. Yeah. Um, I think that waiting as long as I did actually made things worse. Uh, not by my behavior, but by behaviors imposed upon me. Um, and to be honest, if you're miserable, that's it. You you give, give her an invite to couples counseling, and if she turns you down, pack your shit and go. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't deserve to be treated like this to the best that I can tell. Um you know, and it's, I've been there. It's a hard way to live when it you're is. walking on eggshells and you can't do anything right. It is. Now, as to the tone of your letter, there is a pretty good chance that there is a behavior you're exhibiting, you know, that is also feeding this as well. Whether you're still doing it or whether you were doing it earlier, there is no such thing, you know, as as full accountability in a relationship okay it may be a reaction that you're doing that's not great or whatever but there's a pretty good chance that somewhere along the line you did or said a thing you know and you got a little bit of weight here it could even be just as simple as you put up with it mm-hmm. before for a long time before you said something this is one where with us if something's annoying throw it out right away don't sit on it don't stew on it don't don't sleep on it just be like hey blah you teach people how to treat you 
So yeah. it sounds like that's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. But do you feel beaten and abused? It's because you're beaten and abused. And nobody nobody should stick around for that sort of thing. They really shouldn't. And you never know. Maybe maybe you packing up and walking out will shake loose some of the, the habit behavior that's causing the abuse in the first place. People can change. I believe that. You know, to a point. To a minor point. I believe that sometimes. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I, let me, okay. Uh, so I believe people have the ability to change. Just sometimes they don't have the wherewithal, the knowledge, the know-how, or the desire to change. That's true. But they can. You know? And maybe that's it. If she really gives a shit, maybe doing something shocking, like leaving, mm-hmm. can shake things loose. Or you're going to leave, and you're going to be like, Oh my God, it feels always so better. amazing. You're going to love the freedom. Yeah. Because not for nothing, the day I signed my divorce papers was a pretty fucking awesome day. Yeah. You know? And I was doing a little dancing, doing this. People weren't congratulating me. They were just like, oh. And it's like, uh-uh. Wrong direction. Yeah. You know? As I am sure the day we signed, it was a happy day for her as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Because she hates my fucking guts. So she had to have been delighted that that was done the day we signed them. And considering that I actually had to teach myself how to write divorce papers because I couldn't <laughs> afford a lawyer, mm-hmm. it took a little while. It took a long while. You just made it that much sweeter. Kinda. Kinda. And part of me was like, oh, we should have the money for a lawyer to do this a while ago. Yeah. You know? So anyway, that's where we are. Um, let's do, let's call that a show. Okay. Okay. The, the last letter is just heartbreaking. Oh. And I don't care for it. Okay. I, I picked it, and then I'm like, maybe we'll try this one later. Okay. I don't like it anymore. Because I, I feel like we're in a happy place right now. Yeah. We're doing all right. Um, anything you got for the end of the show? No. It was a great show. Okay. I had fun. All right. Uh, well, I love you. I love you. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.